Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Healthy Ways for Children radio program. Our returning guests, welcome back, and thank you for your continued support for this podcast. For those joining us for the first time, my name is Kimberly, and I am the founder of an adolescent fitness program for children. This radio program is an extension of that fitness program. We have talked over the years about some great books and information that would help families in the fight against childhood obesity. So if you have time, please feel free to visit our blog talk radio page and listen to some of the archive programs. I think you will really will enjoy them. So I always like to give just a little bit of background on what the Kids Under Construction Program is about. It started out as um, a customized personal training program for children 7 to 15 years old, and then it just morphed into other things. Um, the program, again, will personal, we'll have a personal one-on-one training with children, or we now offer group classes. Um, This will entail nutrition recommendations and mentoring for that child on their healthy journey. We also offer um, cooking classes. It's a program called Mom's Weekly Helper, and this teaches children how to cook. Not everyone learned as a child, and some parents don't know how to cook. So we will have that one-on-one personal session with that child, and we will cook things from breakfast to lunch. Um, I would work with the families to decide what would be a good thing that, that you would like for them to learn, snacks, lunch ideas, and then I would come to you, and we can get in the kitchen together. I also offer um, cooking classes or cooking parties. So that entails small groups of children who are, again, interested in cooking, and I will come to you and we will get in the kitchen and teach them some basic fundamentals, um, how they can be more self-sufficient and prepare meals for themselves as well as the family. We offer motivational speakers. That comes to either schools or churches or any kid-related program. I've done obstacle courses for family reunions, um, any type of summer camp, anything that involves healthy children, that is what we offer. So this program addresses some of the issues that um, I research Today, we're actually going to uh, dive into one of the books that I've written, and I just feel that children um, can make changes and be more accountable for their health status. And so I just try to help parents open this conversation up with their children to find ways to make them better and make them happier and be the best that they can be. So, um, if you wish to join the conversation, please feel free to call 917-889-3892. 
Again, it's 917-889-3892. I would love to hear from you and try to answer any questions that you might have. So this month, the last, the first two um, conversations that we've had was talking about the National School Breakfast Program and School Lunch Programs. And if you get a chance, please go back and listen to that. It was, again, great conversations. We had a caller call in and we talked about some of the, the pitfalls and, and challenges that some parents and guardians face when it comes to um, this program in their schools. But I do feel like it's definitely something that is a wonderful addition um, provided by our government. It has definitely been federally funded for many years, and I am proud to announce that since our last program that here in, in Georgia, the Atlanta Public Schools has expanded their um, breakfast and lunch program and offer it free to every student. One of the problems was there was this, um, issue with, you know, the paperwork for parents to qualify. And then I guess the the shaming that children have gone through because they were participating in the program. So now we have, again, an extension of the program, and it's expanded to allow every child the ability to eat lunch for free and breakfast. You know, another issue that has built up over the last several years is uh, parents getting into debt. The school will not allow a child to go hungry, and so if a child forgot their lunch, the parent would be later billed for it. So those then begin, begin to be a problem. So now this solves that issue. Um, 77 Atlanta schools are participating in this program, and I urge you as a parent, someone in the community, speak to your county and find out how every child can take advantage of this program. I think it's awesome. It is something that, um, again, has been going on for a long time and now it's federally funded, and I think it's just definitely a positive way for our children to not have to worry about. Um, in the morning, this takes it off of the parent. They can just bring them to school. They can have their lunch and breakfast, and you just have to worry about the snacks and the meals at night. So um, this week, we are actually going to talk about one of the books that I've written. It's called Breaking the Fast, and it's talking about um, breakfast and how important it is for children, everyone really, but I encourage children to eat breakfast every day because you will see during this program how there are so many benefits to it. So I I always like to start off with um, what exactly, when you say breaking the fast, what does that mean? Every night, when your children sleep, when you sleep, um, you are fasting. There's a certain amount of time that you are abstaining from all kinds of food and drink. And that makes your body 
do certain things to recover from the day. Children who are still growing, this helps them to get ready for the next day. So let's talk about some of the things that happens while your child is sleeping. First of all, sleep is definitely just crucial for everyone, especially growing children. Children under the age of 13 years old really should have 10 to 12 hours of sleep each night. I raised three kids. I know the challenge to this. Um, And we had solid bedtimes where I just had to make sure dinner was served, homework was done, baths were taken, you know, preparation for the next day, pack your bag, get your clothes out, all in that process where I know that in the evening, in the evening hours, it can be really hectic, especially if you have children that are participating in sports or other activities at school. I do know that time can get away from you. But where it is possible, I really recommend that you get on a schedule to where your child can get as much sleep as possible. Because, you know, one of the things, um, growth hormones are released into fat cells to release stored energy. So when when your child is not getting enough sleep, it just sort of um, causes a domino effect for other things. When the body is relaxed and um, the heart is also taking on a different um, form where it doesn't work as hard or pump as much blood, the brain is working, but it slows down to a relaxed state. Then these are just some of the benefits that I sleep really can offer your children. Um, so that's something again that can be controlled even with older children. Cut off the electronic um, devices and really encourage them to get in the bed and get that rest. The day starts early for a lot of children, so when they don't sleep, then that means you're rushing in the morning, and that affects that breakfast time. Um, so as we talked about the breakfast program uh, two weeks ago, I just really encourage you to do whatever it is that you can do to keep yourself informed on what um, what you need to do to make this happen. The, the breakfast program is great. Um, Really do some research. I, I, we we all have heard this saying that it takes a village. It really does take a village. And by working together with your pediatrician, your child's or children's teachers, um, their coaches, other family members and friends, you can set a healthy environment for them to eat balanced meals on a regular basis. When you need help, get help. We are now in a society where there are tons of online options where I don't know what to cook. I fix the same things all the time. Um, You know, my child is picky. 
on the weekends when you have some downtime, you have the laptop or the tablet sitting out, give it a couple of sites just to get some suggestions. So today I'm going to give you a few of the sites that I have used and found to have some really good recipes, some that you can cook ahead, some you can even freeze, and you can take them out during the, the week so that it cuts down on the time. There's a, a site called allrecipes.com, A-L-L-R-E-C-I-P-E-S.com. As I told you at the um, beginning of the program, I also have a um, page on Facebook called Mom's Weekly Helper. There are some great recipes on there that you can look at, print off, and try it for your family. I would love to hear what you think about them um, if you do find something that you like. Uh, Foodnetwork.com. The cooking channels are awesome, and you can really go to visit them, type in breakfast, and get some really good ideas. You can type in picky eaters, everything to sort of help you be more organized and prepared for the first meal of the day. There is a site that I found called tasteofhome.com, T-A-S-T-E-O-F-H-O-N-E.com. Again, and one final uh, site I found is purewow, P-U-R-E-W-O-W.com. Again, do your research. Do your prep. A lot of times things can be done if, It's just more organized. And your role as a parent or guardian is crucial in this whole process. You must make breakfast an important part of the day. And you are the the keeper of the schedule. You know, I, I tell my sister all the time, my nieces are in high school and extremely busy, and I told her that, you know, as parents, we are we are held hostage by our children and their schedule. And so especially if you work, you you work all day. You're tired. Your kids are at school. They have homework. So if you have to help with that process, if you have little ones that you need to help give that and, and, and start the process of winding down at night, your prep and your time management is good for them. Because you're planting seeds for them later in life. If they learn as a, as a young toddler child, young child, how to um, get up, eat breakfast, it's just a system that you really would be responsible for implementing. Be a good example. Children are watching us at all times. So if you're not eating breakfast, you're eating bad you're setting the tone for what's going on in the house. So be a good example and break that generational cycle of overweight, obesity. It just is what it is. I'm big bone, that's baby fat. All those terms are are just out the window because children now are dealing with adult diseases because of too much weight. And you will find that When they eat breakfast, it trickles down into their school and other things um, throughout the day. Um, 
don't uh, don't be afraid to say no. If your child is eating too much of the wrong thing, then it is your responsibility to turn it around. But when you do that, choose your words carefully because negative comments can discourage a child. So things that you may feel are sane and fun and joking really can crush a child's spirit. So words like chunky or thick or sloppy or husky, fat, tubby, slow, those things are really hurtful and can discourage a child from wanting to do better because they feel like, why should I? And it can really just crush their spirit. Get your child involved in the process. You know, my my program addresses concerns for children 7 to 15. At 7 or even younger, depending on the child, they are able to help make their lunch, help with the breakfast process. If you can make the bowls at night, set them on the table, put the milk in a cup that's um, easily for them to reach in the refrigerator, help them be a part of the process, and then they will see and value eating breakfast in the morning. Younger children um, equally need that guidance. Start them off as young as possible to learn about healthy snacks, Um, eating at, you know, the proper times, children eating at 10 o'clock at night, it's just too late. Those are times when they really should be in the bed and sleep. So you have to set the tone because weight issues, many of adults know, can be an overwhelming situation. And when you don't, you're not happy about how you look and you have excess weight and you feel a certain way, that can be just discouraging. Children have the same feelings, and it's something that they're just not always um, easily expressing that to their parents. They may talk to a classmate. Some will even talk to a teacher. But a lot of times, a lot of children kind of hold those feelings in, and they are um, they're broken. So we just need to figure out a way how to um, encourage them and make sure that we're saying the right things. Part of that process is making them be accountable. At a certain age, a child cannot, should not continue to say, well, it's your fault. It's your fault that I'm overweight. Or, you know, blaming their teachers or blaming the school. Or bl- if, if you and your, your child is not being a part of the solution, you're being a part of the problem. So just as I said at the beginning of the program, you know, now that we see here in Georgia, there's a Atlanta Public Schools is a major program that they can offer the free breakfast and lunch program. Get involved. See how your child can take advantage of that, especially if time is an issue for you. And you're not able to either financially or schedule-wise to get up and feed your child, make sure that you're doing whatever you can to um, help your child succeed. Every, even as a young even at a young age, children should be encouraged to be more independent. 
And that's part of the accountability factor. Let them be part of the process. Help with the cooking. Help with the preparing. Little things to get them in the kitchen and show them that you can make a sandwich for yourself when you're hungry. You don't have to wait on mom and dad. And so the answer is not candy and chips and all of the bad things. Let them see this is a healthy snack. And that goes back to the preparation. My uh, granddaughter, when she comes over, I have a snack shelf. She knows where that is. I keep things in the refrigerator, in the vegetable bin that's easily for her to get when she comes over to visit. Let the journey be a family affair. No one ever wants to be singled out. So when you just keep targeting that one kid or you're, you know, you need to stop. You're overeating. You're, you know, nobody wants to feel like they're in the spotlight. So by every family member working together, then you're all staying healthy together. It is definitely more doable when you have a partner. So when you feel like, okay, I had this and I went back for seconds, you're eating too much? Oh, dang, that's an awful lot on your plate. Those kind of things make people feel bad. And so your child may not be able to openly say it to you, but they may feel that pressure and feel like they are being targeted. But if everybody's doing it together, then it takes away some of that um, that spotlight, some of that embarrassment that they may feel. So what is a balanced breakfast? A balanced breakfast should include foods that are high in fiber, high in vitamin C, high in, let's say, vitamin C, calcium, and protein. Those are good things that you know, again, it's balanced. That's what the the schools are um, charged with doing for the children, and you can do the same at home. Whole grains, fruits, vegetables, cheese, yogurt, those are really good things in the morning. It's, even if you have to take it on the road, these are things that can be easily um, given to your child. Good carbohydrates, breads, potatoes, and fruits. These are children who are growing. So they should not be fed like they're on a diet. Everything in moderation unless it is something that they are allergic to or reacts negatively in their body. But expand their palate. If they didn't like it, um, cook this way, try it another way. Smoothies are great ways to put fruits and vegetables in. And you can have a banana and spinach and strawberries and yogurt and almond milk, and that would be great. They love it. They're getting all the nutrients that they need in that one setting. But you have to take the lead on it. And by helping them with the breakfast, they are able to um, they're able to help with that weight control because what happens when they skip breakfast and they get so hungry they tend to eat bad foods when they 
do have the opportunity to eat. So by eating them that breakfast, it breaks the fast, fasting at night, it breaks the fast and jumpstarts their metabolism. So when you don't have it, those, they're, they, they're behaving like they're starving by the time the meal comes. And some children will show signs like slower memory recall, sluggish behavior, um, diminished academic performance. It affects them at school. Difficulty getting along with others when they're cranky and irritated. Um, longer recovery time after illness when they're not getting the proper nutrients every day. Hyperactivity, issues with aggression and anxiousness, and lack of concentration. Those are the things that are necessary for them to function in a classroom during the day. So how can we make positive changes at home? Here are just a few tips that I think are doable and achievable. Make healthier food selections when you go to the store and plan ahead. Think about I have, you know, five days a week where we have work and school. What can I have in the house that's healthy? Processed foods are horrible. Anything that's prepackaged. Oatmeal's good, cereal's good, check the label for the sugar, um, yogurts are good, fruit's good, um, make a fruit salad, those are good, apples, pears, peaches, those are things that they can have, you wash them good, and they can eat on the go. No judgment, focus on a positive environment, limit TV time, video game time, computer time, especially in the morning. Take the time to eat. If they have time to play video games and they're on their electronics, they have time to eat. It doesn't take long. Time management. Limit the overscheduling. We're all guilty of it. Accessibility. Make sure that the snacks and the options are easily available to them, especially if they're old enough to help in the process. And parental support. They need you. And so you being there with an encouraging word is always something that will go a long way. That's the program. Time goes way too fast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the to um, the conversation today. If you would like a copy of the book, um, it's an e-book. It's $3, not much at all. Um, you can either text the phone number, 404-748-0569, or you can send me a message by going to the link that's on the Blog Talk radio page, and I can get you a copy called Breaking the Fast. My name is Kimberly, and again, I am the founder of a fitness program called Kids Under Construction. If I can help you or your family in the process of staying healthy and getting healthy, I would love, love to sit down and talk to you. You know, I've been doing this a long time, so when I hear statistics like 59% of children eat breakfast at home. You know, I feel like there's always a way to do it better. You know, 
70% of Americans stop at fast food restaurants for breakfast. I feel like we can do better. 95% of parents do not see their children as overweight. And that's a lot of the problem where you you have this loved one that you gave birth to and, and they are your heart and your joy and everything to you. But if you are overweight, a lot of times you're not recognizing the problem in your child. And that goes equally for your child. When they're sitting in a classroom and half the children are overweight, they don't always see the problem. So it's up to us to guide them and motivate them to be the best that they can. By no means am I saying that every child should be a size six. We all were created uniquely to be a 10, a 12, a 15, whatever it is. But you should be healthy, and you should want your child to be healthy because I firmly believe that by working together, whether it's this program or help from your school, your church, that we can build a generation of healthy children. I hope you'll tune in next week when we talk about bullying and cyberbullying. Until then, have a great week. Bye.